Hey, happy Tuesday and welcome to the Coaching Minds podcast brought to you by the Mental Training Plan where we help you perform at your very best. Today, we are going to be talking about gratitude. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Uh, hit that subscribe button, share this, tag us on social media at MentalTRPlan. Benny, let's get after it today. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C. So we we got into this uh, just here recently at church, and we talked about with uh, gratitude, and it was a great topic that our pastor, Todd Holtzworth, he reached out, he, he spoke, and it was phenomenal, because I feel like we all know about gratitude. We all know about thankfulness. But was he, this before or after the Thanksgiving holiday. This was the Sunday after uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. And he just dove into how it, it really, it's more than just a feeling, which really struck a chord with me. Uh, gratitude is an external thankfulness, I guess you could say. It is It is taking that thankfulness that you have, you're really thankful for somebody. Now you have power in showing gratitude to them and, and letting them know, what do they truly? What do you truly feel about them, or how do they truly feel uh, to you? And so that's kind of where uh, he took it, and it was really good. It, it really changed my viewpoint. And he also then hit on. He said, "Hey, a sermon isn't just to be heard here, and then you leave on Sunday. It's taking it out uh, this week." And so that was something that uh, really reached out to me. So I'm glad we're talking about gratitude today uh, and diving more into it. And I know, like Thanksgiving time, we went around and we asked the kids, like, what are you thankful for? And they said, you know, some of them were a little bit deeper and had, you know, a little bit more to do with getting to spend some time with family. And some of them were just for the cookie that the youngest had just gotten to eat, you know? And so where in our realm of sports performance, what does it really mean to be a grateful athlete? What's the benefit of being a grateful athlete? Why in the world does this even matter? And how can we really use this to help us perform at our best? And so, you know, I, I think a, a decent place to start is, you know, what, what does, what's the science say? What, what's the research say? You know, obviously the benefits of gratitude include things like improved sleep quality, improved emotional regulation, feeling happy and in a more positive mood, uh, more hopeful toward the future. It reduces stress. It decreases burnout. It can help with PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, it can, you know, it's beneficial between people and it can help open, or I'm sorry, it can help build better relationships. It improves physical health, psychological health, reduces aggression, improves self-esteem, mental strength. I mean, the, you know, that's just the, the things that they can quantify that have been studied, I guess, that you can say. And I think we all know, we know of these benefits. It's then, do we actually apply them? Do we actually apply the gratitude uh, and so the one that sticks out to you, to me the most, you mentioned there, uh, improves relationships. And we hit on this yesterday at church where uh, gratitude can 
can mend broken relationships. Uh, because, you know, let's say something bad happened within your life uh, with somebody and, you know, that was in the past. Now, you, you know, realistically, you are thankful for them. You're thankful for what they've done for you. But if you express that to them, uh, expressing that to them is where gratitude takes over and and mends those broken relationships. Uh, and I know that's not something we go a ton into. We do talk a lot about uh, relationships. We, we hit on that a ton with coach Tom Allen last, last summer about the importance of relationships. And, and so that does play a big role here with what we do. Uh, but gratitude is just so important with that and, and, and building all relationships. And, uh, you know, I think one of the places that I have probably seen this the most just in my athletes is on the golf course. And, you know, it, it makes it, it's not that you can only use this in golf. It's just that when a professional golfer comes out and talks about being grateful, then all of a sudden it's a lot easier to get these high school and college golfers that I'm working with to watch this clip and go, oh, well, if Max Homa is going to do that, then sweet. You know, maybe, maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll try that out. Um, the Genesis Invitational, he, he was 99% went inside of three feet from the hole on putts. I mean, it, it was, it was a gimme. It was just a tap in, win this tournament and he lipped out. And all of a sudden now he has sudden death playoff with Tony Finau. And I, you know, I'm just, I'm thinking of myself, like I've had some reactions on a golf course where things didn't go my way and I get ticked off and I, and then the next shot's even worse. And, you know, Homa comes back, ends up winning it. And he was quoted afterwards saying, when I feel like I might be getting antsy, I just say three things I'm grateful for. And it kind of calms me down. I feel like a lot of people are going through a lot harder stuff than me standing on 18. So I'm grateful for that. And it, and it kind of, it kind of puts things in perspective a little bit, but also, I mean, neurologically speaking, it has a huge impact because when, I mean, think about like that situation, you're on the golf course, you miss a shot, you're thinking about you and your bad shot and what this is going to do to the score and whether or not you're going to win this tournament. And it's, it's all, it's all internal focus and it's all negative focus. And, you know, we've talked about you, you love the RAS. I mean, you, you get that puppy starting to pull out everything that's possibly going wrong and you're going to, you're going to start spiraling down a, a pretty yeah, dark hole. Yeah. That's a bad path to go down. And you, and you do have to just find, like you said, he just found things he's grateful for, put it into, into your examples, whatever sport you're playing, whatever um, sport you're coaching, uh, you're going into overtime and you just had this big lead and you, you should have won the game. And now the, you can just feel the pressure in the stadium. Everyone's eyes on you. You've screwed up, whatever it might be. Take a deep breath. What are, what are three things that I'm thankful for? It seems so minute, Ben, uh, and like just such a little thing, but it is so powerful. Like you said, just to calm yourself down. Uh, so how does this tie in, um, with, with taking action? How do we, how do we take action with it? Well, that's, you know, the, the golfers that I've used this with, they were, they were just really struggling after a bad shot. And it was like, we needed a way to get their mind off of that bad shot. And so literally, I mean, that, that was it. It was on your way to that next shot. Think about three things that you're grateful for. 
And, you know, the nice thing about golf courses, you're usually in a pretty beautiful setting. So look off at the horizon or look off at the trees or look off at somewhere, someplace and just think, you know, I'm really grateful for this and I'm really grateful for this and I'm really grateful for this. And now all of a sudden from a focus cycle standpoint, you know, instead of focusing on the negative and having this negative self-talk and having these negative slumped over shoulders, now we're starting to focus on these positive things that we're grateful for. Maybe our body language improves a little bit. Maybe our heart rate slows back down a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, we have an external focus. Now, all of a sudden, instead of you know hyper-focusing on everything that has gone wrong or could go wrong or might go wrong in the future, now it's... Here's, here's some really positive things that are, that are going on in my life. And you know, that, that has been it. I'm I'm telling you, it sounds fluffy and it sounds like this is just a bunch of nonsense, but every single golfer that I've worked with individually who is struggling with negativity between shots, especially after a bad shot, when they did this activity, every single one of them came back and said, it helped me out a ton. Uh, I know here at, and where we live, it's it's winter time, so there's not a lot of time for myself to practice this. But I can't wait until the spring to practice it because I I have so many bad shots <laughs> uh, when we're golfing that this is a great uh, application for me. But it is different in golf because you hit a shot, and then and, and and the golfers that we work with, they are they're not just our recreational golfers that are out right. there in a golf cart. They're walking to their next their next shot and who know you know uh, a lot of times for me it's like 20 seconds between shots because it didn't go that far uh but when you're driving it pretty far you, you have a long walk you know, yeah. you know you might be walking 200 250 yards also you seeing your also seeing your opponent or your competitor's shot that's sitting right in the middle of the fairway a lot of times absolutely so there's there's the opportunity for lots of lots of thoughts to go through your head so you might be thinking like man, how, how in the world am i going to sit here and think of three things to find um, that I'm that I'm grateful for uh, but it fits for golfers has this also been fit for uh, let's say it's you know you're obviously not running down the court after you made a bad shot in basketball like oh man that was a bad shot what, what's something I can find I'm thinking for oh no they just they just got a layup because right. I was thinking about gratitude uh, you know maybe in basketball it's during a timeout right, right. something a, a game where it's real quick back and forth uh, at that timeout then you can maybe regroup. Really, really anytime you have time for a post shot or a pre shot routine or like a pre free throw routine or a, you know, in between soccer, you know, maybe there's a penalty kick or maybe there's, you know, injury time or I, whenever there is a break in play and you have time to, you're not playing anymore, you're thinking that's when it can be beneficial and, and how powerful also for coaches. I mean, it's, it's one thing. I, I totally get it when your kids make some boneheaded play out there in the field and all you want to do is bring them over onto the sideline and all you want to do is tear into them and rip into them and tell them everything that they did wrong because, I mean, let's be honest, it's our job to fix things. And so a lot of times that's what we want to do is we want to come over and we we want to say something like, I can't believe you did this. Why didn't you do this? You should have done that. You need to make sure that next time you do this, that, and the other. And, you know, it's, if you go back to season four, episode 11, you know, coach Burley, uh, the university of Florida women's soccer coach, she was talking about how they would film 
the coach's reactions to things. And, you know, in our discussion with her, she was talking about the importance of don't coach up in that moment because all you're doing is bringing up the past. You know, what, what a powerful time during a timeout to be able to look your guys square in the eye and just tell them how grateful you are for all of their hard work and what they're doing and how hard they're fighting out there on the court. I mean, what a, what a way as, as coaches that, that, I mean, that's powerful that we can, we can model that for our kids. Well, I think going back to earlier, what we just spoke on the benefits of gratitude, improve emotional regulation, increase feelings of happiness and positive mood fosters hope for the future. Let's say it is a crucial time in the game and you're with your offense or defense on the sideline of a football game and you just say to guys, you know, hey, we're getting ready to go out for a n- this next drive. We have to get a stop or we have to go get some points, whatever it be. But let's just take a deep breath and just, man, how lucky are we? to be in this in this situation how lucky are we to have each other uh you know just finding something as the coach to express some gratitude to your players and then foster that uh that mindset to them and you're going to come you know there might be one kid that's so fired up he can't wait to get out there and just rock another kid his emotions are taking over that might lead to a penalty but if you sit here take a deep breath bring those emotions back to to center um, and then foster hope for the future. Now you have that one kid on the bench that's like, man, there's no way we're scoring. There's no way we're scoring because we we just fumbled or we or this just happened. Now that brings him up, and now he's saying, okay, you know, man, how lucky are we that we do get to play this game? That we are in this big moment for a championship or whatever that that might be that your team is in. But it brings up that that hope for what's to come. And that's just a simple, this isn't X's and O's. This isn't like, man, I sat through a coach's clinic and now I've got this, we're going to scheme it this way. This is a simple thing that you can do on the sideline to get your guys to be better than their opponent. And and we say simple thing to do, but man, how hard is it to do in the, in the heat of the moment? I mean, there've been times on the sideline where you have smacked me and said, Hey, you know, we got to do this or quit. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, you know, if coaches, if you, cause we all just have extra budget and, and money just flowing around in our programs, just hire a gratitude coach. Just go hire yourself a gratitude coach. That'll work. And, and I mean, it's not always just fairy tales and kumbaya and stuff like that. I mean, there's times you need to get your defense amped up and hyped up and ready to go. And I've heard PJ Fleck screaming at the top of his lungs at how much he loves his guys and how he is thankful for every single one of them in the middle of a game. And it, and it kind of caught me off guard, but it's like, I mean, how powerful. Yeah. Heck yeah. I, I want to go, I want to go run through a brick wall for that dude. So, you know, just some, some things to kind of keep in mind as you're doing this. Um, you know, again, not relying on winning or the outcome for, you know, things that we're grateful for being appreciative of the process, being a, appreciative of the journey and the struggle and the pressure. I mean, that's why we do this. The, the chance to go out and fight, uh, that the chance to go out and compete, being grateful for even the, even the people that you're competing against. I mean, without them, you don't have the opportunity to go out and really see what you have, being able to, you know, just appreciate the opportunities that are in front of you. Um, there, there's so many things that, that we can be grateful for in the moment. And, and one of the things that I would really encourage you to do, if this is something that you struggle with, if you are just not a grateful person, 
is to start some kind of gratitude journal. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, I was walking through, they've got gratitude journals at five below now, Barnes and Nova. I mean, literally everywhere. You don't have to buy some book. You don't have to have these elaborate writing prompts. It can be something just as simple as in the morning, here's three things that here's three opportunities that I'm grateful for today. And at the end of the day, here's three things that I'm grateful for that happened during the day. And again, we're going to bring up your RAS because as you start to program that thing to pay attention to what you are grateful for, now all of a sudden you're going to start noticing these positive external things instead of hyper-focusing on these negative internal things. And it can really, I mean, you can become a grateful person even if you're a curmudgeon spoiled brat. <laughs> I'll have to check real fast to see what a curmudgeon be. Uh, I'm guessing it's entitled uh, was what it would say in the uh, Oxford Dictionary. But you are absolutely right. The benefits of just writing it down. But here's what I would encourage you, and this is what I got from this weekend. You've written down that list, and yet you know, you know, my you might say I'm grateful for the beautiful golf course that I get to play on. Um, I'm grateful for uh, my coach for really for really being on me because he loves me and he wants me to be great, so on and so forth. There are some things I would encourage you to look at that list. Now take that next step with gratitude and go let them know. Uh, how do you how do you express your gratitude for a beautiful course? Uh, you know, maybe just go find a, a worker. You know, when you're out there, you always see people working. Go find the PGA professional there and just tell, let them know. Um, that'll that will make you feel so good. And we just get back there to our benefits of gratitude. Uh, that could be that could be a game changer for that. You don't know what that would do uh, for that person that's working there constantly. And what a, what a great way to go from thankful to grateful because mm-hmm. you know that's that's the that's another thing we talk about with the golfers that are using it. It's like it's one thing to be thankful for this golf course and then go back to being pissed off about your score. It's another thing to be thankful for the golf course. Think, look at the golf course, look around, notice things, pay attention to things outside of you, outside of your own problems and struggles. I, I love that. I love the taking it to the next level and putting some action behind it. And maybe it's you're in the, you're in the weight room. Uh, some of you guys are just starting the off season. Maybe you've just ended the off season, whatever. And you've been in the weight room, just grinding like crazy. And that strength coach that has woken up at 4am for you for the last couple of years. Uh, and he's put it together, all these workouts for you. And you've hated him at times because they have just been on you constantly. What if you just wrote him a little bit? No, or you just showed up and just said, Hey, uh, and you just let them know how you're feeling. You guys don't understand how beneficial that would be for you and for the person that you're sharing it with. Uh, Tons and tons of benefits that can come from those things. Zeke, I'm grateful for you. Thanks, Benny. So that's what we have for today. We encourage you. You know, we always try to leave with with something, an action plan. Uh, write there, write down those things that you're grateful for, and that's that is a great first step. Some of you, maybe that's all you're going to get, and great that 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 that's a good first step for you. For the rest of us, I encourage you take that list and now show gratitude to those people, to those things that that have really benefited you, and go share that with them. Uh, I think it'll really speak volumes as as you move forward and and the benefits like we talked about. Uh, from the from the episode today, we hope that you enjoyed what we had for you guys today. 
Uh, as always, if you have any questions or want to get in touch with us, check us out at mentaltrainingplan.com. And until next time, make your plan and put it to work.